Live from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Should I record frog sounds in the summer, then play them when it's zero degrees on my ring doorbell for the Amazon guy? Hmm. Yeah. That sounds like fun. When taking a shower, remember to scrub your asshole with soapy water. Because nobody likes a stinky asshole. Two douchebags and a microphone. Welcome, I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Well, Rob has had a very uh, uh, interesting day. He's he's had the uh, he's had the trots all day long. So he is going to attempt to record this podcast with me on his shitter. So I think I can do it. I will. You think so? All right. I, I, I mean, got me a nice little table set up here. I'm good. You know, I mean, a long time ago. Yeah, when I was a teenager, and it was probably hanging out with you. I'm not for sure. I can't prove it. But I was sitting down. You know, I, I, I got really drunk, and I ate some White Castle, right? So anyhow, I get home, and um, I'm like, oh, my God. My stomach started turning. I mean, allegedly from White Castle. I can't prove it, but I have my suspicions. I did have, you know, some party favors and this and that. So I can't actually yeah. prove it was the actual grease pellets from heaven that got me, but something got me. And anyhow, I actually I fell I fell asleep. I passed out on the shitter for like six hours, waking up to my dad banging on the door, telling me, "Get the fuck up, get out of there. I have to get ready to go to work." And I was like, "Oh fuck, oh god." I go, "Man, quit yelling." And that was my first mistake. The quit yelling meant no. I'm going to yell louder because I'm your dad. So, anyhow, I got up and I could hardly walk for two hours. I had ring around the ass. It hurt. So, if you start to feel any of these symptoms, uh, numbness, um, tingling, uh, a, a wedge around your ass that hurts, is sensitive to the touch, and just plain unpleasant, get up off of the shitter immediately. Okay, Rob? All right. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and start the show here with something a little interesting that I found on the internet. Um, you know, Sean Payton has like spent pretty much all the last season in the off season mouthing off about one person or another, right? Yes. Well, um, Nathaniel Hackett, the Jets' offensive coordinator, and also Aaron Rodgers' choice to be his um, offensive coordinator. Fired from the Denver Broncos last year for not being a very good head coach, they said. Well, Sean Payton does not have a win yet, and he recently played the Jets. And the uh, and the guy that he um, said a lot of bad things about said that he didn't know what he was doing, his horrible coaching and all that, and they promptly kicked his ass. So, a few months after ripping Denver Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett for his time with the organization, current Broncos head coach Sean Payton 
Um, oh, and also I'll tell you something that's going on too if I sound a little weird today. Sean Payton lost to the New York Jets, who have Hackett as their offensive coordinator. It was another rough day at the office for Payton and company as they struggled in an ugly 31-21 loss. Shortly after he was hired by Denver, Payton called Hackett's um, one season with the Broncos one of the worst coaching jobs ever. Hackett went 4-11 and and couldn't even finish out his first year with the team. Peyton hasn't been much better thus far. The Broncos have gotten, oh, I guess they did get one win. I'm sorry. I apologize. To a one and four start, and a lot of the uh, warts from Hackett's regime are still showing. The Broncos have had uh, three turnovers and gave up 407 yards of total offense to a struggling Jets uh, squad. Facing a three-point deficit late in the fourth quarter, Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson got strip-sacked and New York returned it for a touchdown ice in the game. Hackett was one of the first people on Jets' sideline to receive a hug from his squad, and the Jets' players and fan base were quick to troll Peyton with a, uh, following their big win. And um, I guess last year there is um, there was a movie that portrayed Sean Payton and and he was played by Kevin James, you know, King of Queens, Kevin James. Yeah. And yeah. the first thing in New York's Jid, the New York Jets did was uh, it, they show Kevin James as um, um, as Sean Payton, and it said, "When you lose to the off-season champs," <laughs> and had a picture of him. So they kind of had a little fun with him, and they probably deserved to. I would think so. I mean, you know. Uh, I think that the uh, seventy to twenty ass beating that they got from Miami may not be the only one they received this year because I think that the coaches and people in the NFL just generally did not care for that viewed as low ca- low class. There's no room in the league for that, and I think you're going to continue to see a lot of mocking and a lot of ha hawing and well deserved. You know, I I used to have a certain amount of respect for Sean Payton, even though he had the bounty gate and all that stuff. I had a certain amount of respect for him. I lost all of it. You know, the guy is a blowhard. And um, anyhow, he uh, he deserves what he gets. So, good job there, Kevin James. Good job. So, anyhow, I mentioned there's something going on, right? If I sound a little weird, uh, I to myself uh, sound a little slurry. And there's a reason for that. Um, last night... Uh, Val was kind enough to bring home the peanut, which is a local bar and restaurant here, which is very good. And uh, anyhow, they had some delicious onion rings that were really crispy. I mean, they're kind of hard to tear into crispy. Well, I broke my crown off, completely off. Yeah. So it didn't hurt because there was no nerve in there. The nerve is dead. That's what they do when they give you a crown is they give you a root canal, whittle out all the... uh, all the nerves in there and then they fill it and then they put a uh, a uh, fake tooth on top of it glue it on top of it well I'm going to have to have a dental implant because this broke off so right at the gum line um, they rarely do that but I had a uh, I had a mouth infection um, up around the gum line earlier in the year when I was coming back from Louisville is very painful and I don't know if I mentioned anything about it on air or not, but um, what what happened is it was such a bad infection that um, I had to go uh, have my, what they call the tooth drained. And that's where they stick a tiny drill in the back of your tooth, drill into it, 
and let the infection roll out and then fill it full iodine and um, some sort of um, antibiotics, some sort right. of topical antibiotics, and they shoot it back into the canal and then seal it up. Well, while I had this infection, I could feel my tooth protruding a little bit. You, you know, you can just tell. You couldn't see it, but I could feel it. I'm like, that tooth is something is definitely wrong with it. So last night, while that eating that very challenging onion ring, and I am a hero, Rob, I'm a hero. I spit out yeah. the crown and I kept eating. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 I was proud of myself. I'm like, this is a real man right here. Watch this shit. I, uh, I didn't eat the crown, although I should have to be a real man, but I didn't eat the crown knowing that they might be able to use that for something. So I'm going to have to go around either looking like a jack-o'-lantern for a couple of weeks while they get my tooth manufactured. Oh, or I can um, save this crown and maybe they can duplicate it. And that's what they did. It's a very weird little thing that my dentist did, but my dentist is very good. And uh, anyhow, it's uh, Belton Family Dentistry. And I'm not getting anything for saying this or nothing like that. Nothing free. No, uh, it wouldn't be payola on a podcast. But anyhow, nothing like that. This is just telling you, those people there are smart. The lady that uh, was uh, helping me with my tooth, one of the ladies. um, Have you ever seen those uh, clear um, braces that wrap up on people's teeth? They, you yeah, shove them up yeah. there and they hold the teeth in place. Took one of those clear packets, um, um, took the, uh, the, in, the indentation and the contour and whatever else, you know, all the measurements of my teeth on the top. And they put a small fake tooth where that tooth would be. And I simply just roll it up on there. And it looks like a tooth. It's a little hard to talk with it right now, but I'm going to try a little, um, um, oh, that denture cream stuff. I, I got some. Um, I felt very weird getting it, too, because I'm like, this is weird. I don't have false teeth, but I'm buying fucking denture adhesive. <laughs> and uh, anyhow, I'm going to try to put a little ad on each side and see if that will hold that tooth in place, you know, in that way, because I deal with the public a lot now. and. Right. And uh, I don't know. I see one person staring at it, and I'm feeling weird. You know what I mean? But that's me. Right, you know. Right. No, so, I would too. I yeah. Would too. So anyhow, um, uh, anyhow, uh, uh, another thing that I've noticed here is uh, a lot of people rooting for Hamas in America. What the fuck happened? Okay. That's what the wrong. fuck happened? Yeah. What in the hell is wrong with these people? These people want us dead. We're infidels to them. What the fuck is wrong with these fucking uh, thumb-sucking little fucking bitches? Jeez. Anyhow, I'm not going to go into any more of that, except I am fucking ashamed right. of the fucking people we raised. Jesus. Right. The people that are following this Pied Piper to Hamas are the same people. They'll fucking be ahead in two seconds. So, anyhow, Rob, how was your day? You got some stuff you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah, I got a little story here. Actually, I just ran across. Okay, but how was your day? You was getting ready to say that before I went on. Oh, oh. 
My day was real good, man. Um, my days are looking up lately. Uh, good. Yeah, uh, things are starting to go my way, and I'm thinking a lot clearer these days. So good. I noticed you're sounding a lot better on the podcast, like I told you last time. Um, it's not something that you really can talk about or even explain. You just don't get. Right. Uh, you just don't get. Um, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's not really nervous. It's like you're not like scratching for traction. You know what I mean? You're just kind of like, yeah. Right, right. I'm just gonna flow it out there and you know, whatever. And like Topher well, and I always said, you're getting your money's worth. It's free. Well, I, I, you also know I've been pretty distracted the past few weeks. I, I know, and I've never brought yeah, that. I, I've never brought that right, up. Right. That's your stuff. And if you ever want to talk about it, it's fine. If right, you don't, right. that's fine. Whatever. So. Well, uh, I'm through all that. And okay, good. I'm moving on, buddy. All right, so. good, good, good. Um, uh, but yeah, I do have a, this story I ran across. Oh, hey, hang on, hang right. on. I have one more thing I have to ask you. I forgot. Have you had any more asshole pictures? No, we have not. Okay, we're about ready to call this thing, people. We're about yeah. ready to call this thing. I don't know what to do. I'm up in arms. I yeah. mean. Yeah, I you're letting us down. Quite frankly, you're letting us down. Can't this man? Till, you have till Saturday. That's it. The gavel has been laid down. Saturday is the last day. You can set Rob Rad a hairy asshole pick, preferably with your face looking at him smiling. Oh, I gotta have the face. I gotta see who you are. Okay, okay. Face and ass, hunched up picture so um anyhow rob i just had to put that in there because i'm very disappointed in our listenership yeah i i'm i'm getting there i'm getting there i I, i'm up in arms i'm flabbergasted anyhow rob you have a story uh yeah yeah i just ran across this and i've scrolled on down and there's multiple sites reporting on this okay um, gymnast Mary Lou Retton is facing an intense health battle. Oh, no. I love her. Huh? I said, oh, no. I love her. She is awesome. Go ahead. I do, uh, too. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, her daughter revealed via social media on Tuesday, October 10th, which is today. Mm-hmm. On her Instagram story, McKenna Lane Kelly captioned a photo of her mom writing, please consider helping our mom and family out, and most importantly, please continue to pray. Kelly then shared a spot phone link which detailed more about her mom's current state. Hey, everyone, on behalf of my sisters and I, we need y'all's help. My amazing mom, Mary Lou, has a very rare form of pneumonia and is fighting for her life. She is not able... She is not able to breathe on her own. She's been in the ICU for over a week now. Our respect for her and her privacy, I will not disclose all details. However, I will disclose that she's not insured, she stated. Mm. We asked that if you could help in any way that, one, you pray, and two, if you could help us with finances for the hospital bill. Anything, absolutely anything, would be so helpful. 
for my family and my mom. Thank you all so very much. Wow. Okay, yeah, there you go. Okay. Wow. I, I, I pray that she can battle through this. I pray too. I, I just adored her in her whole career. All right. Did I, yeah. Yes. Did we ever talk about Biden's dog being kicked out of the White House? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. As a matter of fact, we're on air right yeah. now. I had to pause for a second, but we are on air right oh, now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. As a matter of fact, uh, Biden's dog and Joe Biden are up for an ass paddling over it. So anyhow, we're going to take a we're going to take a slight break, and then we can come back about Biden's dog and the possible ass paddling they're both going to get. We can do animals too. You know this. Yes. Yeah. So an animal is not beyond an ass paddling, and it just might happen. So we will be right back here in a minute. Break shithouse energy drink. That's right. Break shithouse energy drink. Make that little girl. Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. As much fun as an electric can opener to the scrotum, two douchebags in a microphone. Next up, things overheard in hell. Well, that new handsome CD. It's just delightful. Uh-huh. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You're as useful as a condom with holes. Right, two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right, now Rob, did you want to talk about Joe Biden uh, and uh, and his dog, or? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, this is far as politics. I'm going to go. Uh, you know what? And and I agree I, with you. Biden's I, dog. Yeah. Although although Biden should have an ass piling over this too because. Sounds like this is an ongoing thing. It is, and that's why he's, him and his dog yeah. should receive an ass paddling. But that's next month. We got ass paddling yep. once a month, and we're going to stick to that format. So. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay, here we go. President Biden's German Shepherd is no longer at the White House in the wake of multiple documented reports of aggressive behavior against Secret Service staff members. Elizabeth Alexander, a spokesperson for First Lady Jill Biden, confirmed to CBS News in a statement Wednesday evening that the family dog named Commander is not presently on White House campus while next steps are evaluated. Alexander did not say where Commander had been taken or whether the move from the White House would be permanent. The President and First Lady care deeply about the safety of those who work at the White House and those who protect them every day, Alexander said. They remain grateful for the patience and support of the U.S. Secret Service and all involved as they continue to work through solutions. There have been at least 11 documented attacks by the senior commander against Secret Service personnel. Wow. 
In, in July, nearly 200 pages of redacted federal documents were released that described 10 of those alleged attacks by the German Shepherd on Secret Service officers and agents dating back to October 2022. Wow. None of the, none of the injuries sustained by the victims were serious, documents said. Mm-hmm. An, an 11th attack was reported on September 25th in which a uniformed Secret Service officer came in contact with Commander at the White House and was bitten. On Wednesday, CNN citing sources said the number of reported attacks were believed to be higher and included other groups of White House employees. Wow. Commander was gifted to the Bidens as a puppy in December of 2021 after the death of their German Shepherd champ earlier that year. That same year, Biden's other German Shepherd major was relocated to Delaware to live with friends of the Bidens after also being involved in multiple biting incidents at the White House. Um, I wonder if friends are like the farm. He went to go be on a farm. Just wondering... You ever heard yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Um, here, yeah. You know what? You want to know what I would love to do, Rob? If I was president of the United States and I had my dogs, I would teach my dogs to to dry hump the Secret Service agents. And then if they get mad, I yeah. tell them they couldn't. I'd say, "Hey, leave the dog alone. <laughs> Let him finish." <laughs> yeah, dry hump. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Get him. Get him. Get him, Ruffy. Hey, hey, don't you, no, uh no, let him finish. Stop it. Don't you even think about arming that animal. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. hey, I got another news break today. Okay, what is it? Colin Kaepernick finally made it into the, back into the NFL. How? He is part of it. Okay. Colin Kaepernick is set to enter the NFL world once again this week. This con- the controversial quarterback has been in the headlines for trying to get back in the NFL the previous few weeks. Kaepernick penned a letter to the Jets. Uh, he was offered a job through CFL and XFL. Kaepernick has turned down both um but he's getting reconnected with the NFL on Tuesday. Okay, why? What? What's he doing? Play, Playground Sports is releasing the arcade-style football video game, Wild <laughs> Sports, on Tuesday. The game will feature many prominent NFL quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. For the Playground Sports trailer, Kaepernick will be in the video game. Well, there you go. There you go, Congratulations. Colin. You made it. Great job. Um, wow. Well, good, good. Have you ever heard of a car nanny? No, I haven't. Okay. A car nanny is another new thing. You know, we, t- we talked about, like, the rent-a-mom and all that. This is along the same lines, okay? This is someone that found a need and took advantage of it and now is making major bucks over it. So, th- this is very interesting. Um, in 2014, Helen Kay was a young mother with two girls. Before maternity leave... She had some management and business experience, but she always wanted more. 
The children had grown up a bit and had to start kindergarten, and Helena really wanted her own business, although she did not yet know what it was. So life has made its own adjustments. The problem appeared her husband often went on business trips, and the children need to be brought to uh, um, 8.30 and picked up at 17. So, and let's see. I wonder what they mean here, brought here at 8.30 and picked up at 17. I guess they're talking about different times. So the teachers in kindergarten were very strict about being late, and there was no place for an employee who came to work at 9 a.m. and then left at 4 p.m. Before COVID, remote work was not so popular. Everyone was at the office from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., and no favors were given to young moms, especially if you were to apply for a managerial position it was more convenient for employers to hire a man and not a young mother. It seemed like, you know, a dead end. After thinking about it, Helena turned to an online mom forum to find out how other moms could solve this problem. So the way it was explained on there, I don't think really came out like what it means. I, I'm not sure exactly mm -hmm. what the article is trying to get. But basically, you have a certain amount of time, you can, you can go get your kid and that's it. So if you have a office job and cannot leave there and your husband can't do it, let's say he's out of town like this lady, then there's a need for someone to go get the kids, but they have to be vetted. If you don't have anyone to, you know, you have to make sure that these people are good and not going to do anything stupid and not going to steal your kids and sell it or whatever, anything any could, you know, anyone uh, nefarious could do. After thinking about it, Lena turned an online mom forum, like I said. More than a thousand messages in a couple of days came out in one forum topic. Some moms don't work because they have to drive two or more kids to kindergarten and schools. Some ask friends for a ride or hire a nanny and pay for a taxi even. Uh, working moms are driving kids themselves and not get promoted or growing in business. Because, you know, they, they have to be responsible for getting the kids back and forth. She was realizing that this is a big problem for all parents. Helena herself got behind the wheel and offered to drive the children. After two weeks, there were so many orders that Helena could not cope. The orders came in from uh, 7 to 11 p.m. The moms whose children Helena drove for the day gladly told other moms, and they wanted the same service. The, the conclusion was clear. She decided to open up a company and hired a staff. Such a phenomenon as a car nanny before Helena did not exist. She was the first car nanny in the region and also came up with a whole business niche, accompanying children in kindergarten, school clubs, and door-to-door -door nanny by car. Business grew rapidly, social networks and word-of-mouth radio worked perfectly. Then the investment in the business was minimal. She had her own good German car with car seats, self-made logo, and the online pages and social networks. In 2019, the creation of the aggregator began doing 2020 and 22. This business model showed fascinating results. So the creation of the franchise model was in order. The brand's mission is to make accessible trips with children all around the world. So, you know, man, that's how... That's... Uh, what a fantastic business model, right? You talk about minimum, minimal startup money. I mean, that's virtually no startup money, right? Car, yeah. car seats, and all these people, there was such a need for it that it, like, grew just in a matter of hours, really. So, uh, pretty interesting. I, I like that. I, I mean, 
A car nanny is a great idea. As crazy as it seems, that's a great idea, don't you think? Yeah, it is. That is. Yeah. Um, you ever wonder how come um, uh, pumpkin spice is so popular, Rob? Yeah, actually, sometimes I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. I, I mean, it's it, it's okay, but it doesn't warrant the the um, the volume of people that just freak out over it. You know, it, it's like all of a sudden you see all these social memes and little things. Hey, it's pumpkin pie, spice season! Yay, everything's everything's great again. We don't care if the world's at war. We have pumpkin spice. Everything's fucking great. You know, yeah, this uh, stage four fucking liver cancer. Who cares? I got a pumpkin spice fucking latte. That's pretty much the way it is, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, John Hopkins University did a study. They wanted to know how come people are so idiotic over pumpkin spice. And they think they found some reasons. Are you ready for it, Rob? Yes, I am. All right. Today is the first day of fall. This article was written just a little bit ago. But as coffee shops and grocery stores, it has been peak autumn for weeks. Thanks to the early home arrival of pumpkin spice. The flavor that has uh, become this season unofficial start, which it has. As soon as you see pumpkin spice anything, all of a sudden, I don't care if it's 130 degrees out there, it's fall, right? Yeah. You could be drenched in nut sweat. And panning like a fucking old dog. Doesn't matter. Pumpkin spice is out. That means it's fall. Two John yep. Hopkins University per, uh, perception researchers say a key to understanding why people love pumpkin spice is the smell of it. Those notes of cinnamon, nutmeg, and ginger trigger deeply rooted, cozy memories of autumn. And you know what, Rob? Think about it. Whenever you smell it, don't you think about sitting by a warm fire with a blankie, sipping some uh, pumpkin spice, whatever. Maybe you got a little uh, Angel's Envy in there. Maybe you don't, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin spice aromas emerge in the fall in shops and cafes, coinciding with the arrival of colorful leaves, family gatherings, and back-to-school bustle. The association that the smell has with the season in our memories allows it to powerfully invoke the refreshing feelings of fall, says Jason Fisher, a professor of psychological and brain sciences in the Krieger School. We often long for the arrival of fall and the end of a hot summer, and our sense of smell can summon up that season early. Smells can tap memories more powerful than any other senses, which I've known for a long time. Um, and let me go into a slightly different thing, and we'll go back to this, okay? okay. Rob, remember going to a big concert when we were younger? Like, I mean, uh, when you and you and I hung around a lot, you know, when we worked right, together. Right. Okay. Yeah, we, we went to a couple. Yeah. You ever notice there was a certain smell, a very distinct smell in that auditorium? Yeah. There's something to it. They put that smell in there. And that smell is to enhance your sensitivities of pleasure and enjoyment. And they've known this for a long time. And a lot of places do it. That's where aromatherapy came from. 
where you burn some of these little incense and you sit there and listen to certain types of music and you rely on your senses to kind of like tap you into this area that you need to be, right? Yeah. Well, pumpkin spice kind of runs along that same line. So, um, anyhow. Okay, so smells can tap memories more powerful than any other senses. She points to evidence that just reading smell-related words, for instance, pumpkin spice, will spark activity in the area of the brain that processes olfactory stimuli. The the uh, What that is, is it's, uh, even when people merely expect to smell, the neutral zone fires up. When you consider how close this brain reason is uh, to the area responsible for memory, no wonder... The mere mention of a pumpkin spice latte can tribute warm fuzzies. So, however, for such an uh, evocative sense, people have a very hard time identifying smells they encounter, particularly without other sensory input to help. So, anyhow, pumpkin spice, um, what it is, it's like the perfect storm of spices and, and smells and aromas that invoke these warm feelings of uh, of autumn and uh, so i i mean that's pretty cool i mean i always knew it was something like that and i could go into it a little bit further but i i mean why we got the whole gist of it and i'm not going to waste like 10 minutes of you jabbering about what this professor of fucking i don't know whatever so there you go they say that's why pumpkin spice is so popular and that's how come people like flip out and have to go get it so anyhow um so rob you got something else you want to talk about or not yeah okay yeah, i do uh, you know how on the last podcast i got uh, a list what list was uh i the list i came up with about 80s music uh-huh um, I got that off AmericanSongwriter.com. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. Well, I have. I happen to have another list for you. Okay. What is it? Okay. These are seven classic rock bands who never had a number one hit. Interesting. According to AmericanSongwriter.com. Okay. Okay. The first one. We have Led Zeppelin. Whole Lot of Love hit number four. No other top ten hits. Yeah. I actually, I knew that one. Yeah. The next one, The Who. I could see for Miles, snuck into the top ten, and they had seven more top 40 hits. Well, for some reason, I thought The Who had a number one. I guess not. I thought like uh, I thought maybe Baba O'Reilly or something would, but I guess not. Okay, anyhow. Um, next one, Creedence Clearwater Revival. They had Proud Mary, Bad Uh Moon Rising, yeah, Green River, yeah, Traveling Band, Will Stop the Rain, Looking Out My Back Door, Long as I Can See the Light. They all hit number two. Wow. And, and they had four other top tens. But okay. no number one. Okay. Huh. Okay, next up, we have the Kinks. 
They had five different top tens, but no number one. I actually knew that about the Kings. Um, yeah, I, I okay. Anyhow, go ahead. The other ones, Led Zeppelin, I knew, and the Kinks, I knew. The rest of them, like yeah. CCR, I find very surprising because they were pretty much pop music at the time. But th- this next one I find surprising too. Okay. ACDC. Back, back in Black was their Did, biggest hit. Uh, well, it, it wasn't You was, Shook Me All Night Long? No. That's Back in Black. Huh. Okay. Their, their hit that made the biggest was Money Talks, and it hit number 23. And wasn't that because it was a part of a soundtrack? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't remember which soundtrack. Yeah, I can't either. Okay. Uh, oh, the well. next one, the band. Up on Cripple Creek, made it to 25. And uh, Joan Bias's cover of The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down made it to number three. Uh-huh. And the final one, ZZ Top. Their biggest hits was Legs and Sleeping Bag, and they both made it to number eight. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm liking this. I'm liking that site. And it, 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 they got a lot of classic rock stuff, and a lot, of, a lot of stuff I didn't know, and different lists like this. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I'm kind of liking it. That's pretty cool. Um, wow, some of them I really found surprising. Some of them I already knew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of these are that way, but you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying reading some of them. Okay, um, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, anyhow, um, let's, uh, let's come right back in a couple of minutes and, uh, we'll have some more crazy shit for you. Sounds good. Alrighty. Talk to you guys in a minute. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. May every empty parking space. You see, in the distance, actually contain a motorcycle. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. May, your five-year-old neighbor have all their violin lessons during all of your hangovers. Remember to send all male body part photos to Rob Rad's inbox. Oh, Lord, that man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a clown nose. Oh, no, that drunk guy just hit my child. It is okay, I have a clown nose. Clown nose, just put one on and you can do anything. Want to run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam, everyone laughs. Clown noses are sold at gag stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. 
All right, two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. How about some uh, horrible would-you-rather questions? What do you think of that? That sounds good. Okay. And then also we have to have an update on the Harry Asshole Olympics. Do you have a I'm ready whenever you are. Okay. Let's do a couple of would-you-rather questions, then we can go into the Harry Asshole Olympics if you want. Yeah. Do you have the list near you? Uh, I have my list. I, I don't have your list. Okay. You know what? i got to take a few minutes to find my list, So and, and I will. All right, all right. We'll, we'll do it on the next. We'll do it tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. we'll do it tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah. I'm unprepared. Like I said, um, I had the tooth thing going on today, so I had no prep time at all, and I'm a little disoriented. But like I told Rob earlier before the show, I I, I kind of really like this because it's a real challenge. you got to come up with shit on your own. And impromptu, yeah. you know. I'm sure that a lot of radio guys have to do this. Maybe they lost their files in their computer or whatever, and you got to on the fly come up with shit, or just stretch something out because you got another 50 seconds. You got to talk, you know. So I'm sure right. that this is an art in itself. So anyhow, oh, I'll admit, I'll admit to you, there's been a couple of nights where I was crunched for time and I just winged it. I just winged it. I was, yeah, I look at my phone and look at my stories and start reading. <laughs> and that's actually that's a great idea. Okay, would you rather have the hiccups for the rest of your life, or feel like you have to sneeze and not be able to for the rest of your life? Okay, I'm gonna. I, I, I hate both of them. Uh, I do too, but because of effort-wise, a sneeze is a big production, right? You're like. <laughs> Where a hiccup's like, yeah. I, I think they would both suck. They would both suck. But I think I'd have to go with hiccups just because you probably would at least be able to get something done. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're I always. Think I would have to go with the hiccups. Yeah. Uh, if you were always like almost sneezing, you wouldn't get anything done. You'd always be like, oh, hang on. And that would suck. So, anyhow. Okay. Would you rather have ten dick fingers or one finger dick? <laughs> um. Uh. You you want okay? Can we turn? Let's do this like we do in the Harry Asshole Olympics. Turn it over to Topher. Oh, he's going to love us for this one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, at this point, I will text him after the show. Okay. But he, <laughs> okay. Will, he uh, and I will have his decision. Well, I'm going to attempt to see him tomorrow. I was going to do it today, but my uh, tooth issue yeah. prevented me. So, I'm going to attempt to see him tomorrow. And, um, anyhow, we'll go from there. And, uh, anyhow, it's really horrible. I got to sneak in that kale camp and, and, uh, and go talk to him for a little bit and then run off. It's crazy. So, and anyhow, um, let's see. So, okay, that one's going to, we're going to turn that one over to Topher, right? Yeah. Okay.
Okay. Well, no, no, no. We already went over these ones right here. Suddenly, I just ran into some we already did. Uh, this one, I'm not even going to ask us because I don't like it. Okay. Um, would you ha rather have a vagina on your forehead or a row of penises down your back like a stegosaurus? I think I'm going to have to go with the back. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, throw a shirt over it, and then, you know, if anyone ever sees it, you could explain, well, you know, there's a stupid fucking question thing, right? And I didn't know it was for real. I just answered the son of a bitch, and bam, all of a sudden, yeah, here it is. I'm glad I didn't pick the vagina on the forehead. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our, our friends would have had too much fun with that one. Oh, yeah, yep. And if I sound even weirder now, the hydrocodone is starting to kick in, so... <laughs> if, I, if I sound a little off and not quite so alert, I'm going to listen to this tomorrow when I'm editing, and <laughs> I'm probably uh, going to have some fun with uh, it. Oh, shit. I'm, my, I got my work cut out for me. Yeah, you do. <laughs> You're probably going to have to reel me back in the next 20 minutes or so. Well, well, we'll see what I can do. All right. Well, good luck. I hope you are able to. Uh, just remember. I used to be able to. I used to be able to. I know. I know. I. I mean, look. I mean, you know, um, when I'm pilled out, I, you know, pilled out. So, okay. <laughs> uh, would you rather eat a pine cone or shit a pine cone? I'd rather eat one. I'd rather eat one too. I think that's a pretty easy one. Everybody on this <laughs> this deal here says uh, because it's on Reddit. Okay. They're like, you know, at least you'll get your fiber. I agree with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Um, let's see. Okay. Would you have rather have penis sized nipples or a nipple sized penis? Mm. Hey. <laughs> either, one, either one would be hard to explain. Yes, it would. Um, Penis-sized nipples. Yeah, yeah. It sucks, I but you, you'd have to go with it. You'd need a conversation piece. I, you know what? You could win a lot of bar, uh, a lot of bar bets. There you go. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. Okay, this question I don't really care for, but I'll go ahead and say, ask it anyhow. Would you rather have a flaming cat or a dog made out of water? Dog out of water. Dog out of water. Because, yeah. I mean, when a flaming cat, yeah, but, you go to pet it, or what if you're, like, sleeping, and it comes up to, like, uh, purr and, and rub on you? You catch on fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, my cat likes to light. It's got to be touching me in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, I That's mean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, catch your blanket. I told you how hairy I am. I would go up like a cotton ball. Hmm. Yeah. 
give me the dog. Okay. Okay. Would you rather relive your birth or watch your conception? Relive my birth. Relive my birth. <laughs> <laughs> that one's easy. <laughs> wow. Yep. Oh, this next one. <laughs> I like this one a lot. Would you rather wear Crocs with socks on or a cashmere colored Uggs? Have you ever seen Uggs? Yeah. Okay. Give me the cashmere. Give me the Uggs. Uggs. I'd rather have Uggs. Yes. Uggs. Uggs. Uh, Crocs are just so disgusting. I'm sorry. I know they I have a thing. I see they're very dangerous when it's wet out. Oh, I believe that, yeah. They get very slick. I believe yeah, that. I, I know a lot of people go down and get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, let's see. What would be the next one here? Um... Now, there's a bunch of them that we already went over in previous ones. Let's see. Let's see here. Okay. Um, would you rather be punched in the dick by Dolph Lundgren? And Dolph Lundgren is uh, the guy off of Rocky yeah. Four. Yeah, I think it's Rocky yeah. Four. Yeah, the blonde-haired Russian. Russian. Yeah. Or have Danny DeVito have anal sex with you while he grabs at your hair, sweats profusely, and talks like the penguin. Oh, oh, oh. I guess I'm going to have a very bad injury to my penis. Dude, we've been, we've been hitting the nuts many a time. You know what? You're right. You're right. What's one more? You know what? One more? It would Other be like... it is from Dolph Lundgren. Uh, I, be, but... Yeah. But it would be like old times, right? I wonder if we yeah. could have a tape recorder of me and you laughing, like whenever, uh, whenever uh, Dolph Lundgren cracks me in the balls, I could hear you laughing, and it would invoke old fond memories. <laughs> and then while he's cracking you in the balls, you, like me, and I, yeah. maybe I could find a some sort of excerpt of my brother laughing. Yeah, oh, we would definitely have to. Have oh, that. you probably want to get hit in the balls again just to hear it, right? Yes, I would. Yeah, you'd be yes, like, come on, Dolph, one more time. I want to hear John and Mark laughing. It, it brings me back to a fond place in life, even though it hurt like hell. So, all right. Would you rather have the ability to stop time or become invisible in every way. Um, I think invisible. I would rather stop time. Yeah, you know what? Whew. Boy, this is close for I me. I could have so much more fun stopping time. Yeah, me too. Things around. You know what? Oh, that would be so much fun. Me too. Me too. Good point. The tricks we could play on people, and while you oh, stop yeah. time, you'd be invisible anyhow. No one would see you, because their time stopped. They're off in La La Land. They're not there, right? You, you, you freeze two people, uh -huh. walk up, take one of their fingers, sticks it in the other one's nose, 
and bring him back. <laughs> I'm not that nice. I'd stick it up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Oh, you know what I do? <laughs> I would take a certain old boss of mine, take his pants off, put him over the desk, and then I would take uh, a dildo and stick it in his ass crack. Not in him, you know, because that's a little too vulgar, but on his ass crack. And I would put that a little... That would be illegal at that point. Yeah, yeah. And a little nighty on him and and a wig. And I would take all of their business associates and put them in the same room and then let them wake up at the same time. Wouldn't that be great? All of a sudden they're like, oh, huh? I would and, love it. Oh, that would be funny. That'd be funny. Uh, and then there's other things. You know what? Let's uh, let's come up with a list of what would we do if we stop time. You want to do that? Okay. All right. Okay. A list of what we will do when we learn how to stop time. This is going to be interesting, Rob. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yep. Okay, all right, we will do that. Um, there's no timeline. Just whenever you feel your list is done and I feel my list is done, we'll get together and go, okay, here it is. that sound good? Yes, I, I, <laughs> I, I'll be coming up with some at work. Okay. <laughs> <I'm working. laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, okay. Would you rather be forced to masturbate um, and... and and um, to orgasm ten times a day, or never, or never to be uh, able to orgasm ever again. My dick is going to be raw. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God, it's going to be raw. Oh hey, I got something I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell my raw dick story. Have you ever heard my raw dick story? No. Okay. This was a long time ago, right? And um, I was trying to get um, st- some stink finger, okay? So yeah. I'm, I'm making out with this chick in the back of the car, okay? But she will not take her pants off. So I'm dry humping her, and uh, my friend BJ was driving, and I'm dry humping her for like hours, okay? I wasn't wearing underwear because I'm a rebel, okay? I was commando freeballing. So my dick was rubbing up against the zipper that whole time. Okay, and you know, after a while, you know, after you rub like that for so long, it kind of becomes numb. Yeah. Okay, well, anyhow, so like I said, we're back there for hours doing this, and she just would not give in. So I was like, okay, finally it ends, you know, and we're starting to run low on gas, and BJ's yawning and starting to swerve a little bit. So I'm like, okay, fuck. So I'm like, all right, man, well, I got to get home. So we stop our shenanigans. So, uh, hey, I go home and I go to take a piss and my dick is bloody raw from the zipper. So I'm like, oh, shit, man. Oh, fuck, that hurts. So the only thing I could do to get it to quit uh, bleeding and sticking to me was take toilet paper and wrap it around my dick. Okay. So I pass out. I wake up in the morning and it's scabbed over with the toilet paper on it. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. What am I going to do? So I had to run my dick under warm water, and it hurt like hell. I had to run it under there for like 10 minutes to get all of the fucking uh, toilet paper that was scabbed over off of it. 
and then I had to yes, and I had to scrub it a little bit with soap and water so it wouldn't get infected because it started to look a little reddish. And I was like, oh shit! And I was like, I can't go to the doctor. Oh my god, this would be too embarrassing, you know. It's like, what'd you do? Well, um, um, uh, well, uh, you know. And by that time, the doctor's already caught on. He's like, okay, whatever, you know, just embarrassing, okay. I probably didn't have the money to see a doctor anyhow, and also the it just sucked. So uh, you know, I'm I'm like ten minutes running under warm water, and then I had to scrub it and everything. And anyhow, um, I had to drip dry and wear um, sweats for about a week until it healed up enough to where I could go back to wearing jeans. Oh man! Yes. So. Uh, and, and I thought getting poison ivy down there was bad. <laughs> wow. I know someone that did. BJ. <laughs> oh, I've had poison ivy down there a few times. Well. When, when I was younger, I used to be highly allergic to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still highly allergic to it, but I haven't had it on me, on my penis at I, all. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I finally learned what. Yeah, you know that you know how that happens, don't you? You're out there cutting weeds or something, and then you go to take a piss in the corner. That's how that happens. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So yep, uh, I've had that happen before when I was younger. I'm like, how in the hell did I get it here? And I had to go uh-huh. to the doctor over it, right? And you know, say I have poison, uh, uh, poison ivy on my penis. I'm like, shit, this sucks. So I go to the doctor, and I go, really? I don't know how I got it there. And he goes, I'll tell you how. He said, were you cleaning off the fence line? Yeah. Did you not want to go inside and wash your hands and uh, and use the bathroom inside? Yeah. Did you take a piss in the corner? Yeah. That's how you got it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. you know what? You know what, sir? You're right. Case in point. So, uh, Okay. This next one is gruesome, and we'll go ahead and call it our last one, and then we can call this a podcast, is, unless you want to go longer, if you have anything else you want to say or whatever, it's fine with me. Yeah, I, I had one little story I'd like to get to, because uh, okay. it's about a band, that, a band that we use list to all the time. You know what, go, go ahead, ahead and go with that, because this next question is really, really gross. I, okay, here. Here's what it is, and I, I don't necessarily like it, but... Would you rather eat a dead baby or a live one? Okay, Stephen Piercy recalls Robbie Crosby <laughs> giving up his lead guitarist role and rap to one DeMartini. DeMartini. You got me on that. Okay. Dude, yeah, that, that was distracting. No, that's okay. Oh, my God. I was just doing that so the people that do know him know who you're talking about. Anyhow, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Rap frontman Stephen Piercy continues to pay tribute to his deceased former bandmate and guitarist Robin Crosby. The following message was posted on Rat's Facebook page earlier today, uh-huh. which was which was a few days ago. Okay. All, all hail Rat, the two best guitarists to ever have come coming through tons of Marshall stacks at you. Warren D. Martini and Robin King Crosby, 83 to 91. 
Robin was very genuine in giving up his main role as lead guitarist to Warren right from the start. No ego. It was what's good for our band. That only gave Warren space to progress even faster as lead guitarist for the band. He earned it, and playing all the shows, hundreds and hundreds didn't hurt. You know what? I I actually knew that story, but I knew it a long time ago, and there's quite a bit more to it. I think they did a rough draft of it, but... um, that Warren Demartini was heralded as one of the like virtuoso greats of the '80s. You know, there's like first start off Randy Rhodes, Eddie Van Halen, right? And then it went on to uh, um, uh, the Jakey Lees, the George Lynches, um, the Reb Beaches, the uh, um, um, right. the Warren Demartinis. Okay, Warren Demartini was very well known around the rock circuit as one of the best guitarists out there, and he was. He's very good. So they yeah, wanted to get this guy to bring attention to the band, and it did. It helped him get signed, uh, from what I read. If, uh, if what I remember is correct, I read this several years ago, it helped him get signed. So Robin was the one that actually suggested getting the guy, I do yeah. believe. He was the one that said, look, I, I'm, I'm a better rhythm. He, and he does play, he did play lead, and he's very good. God rest his soul. You know, but um, he was very good at, at lead, but he was not Warren D. Martini good. And it brought so much attention to the band that it actually helped him get a major label signing. And, and so Robin Crosby was a very integral part of them actually getting signed by a major label because he was able to put his uh, ego aside and let have his and let have you know to let this. I'm sorry, the hydrocodone's kicking in pretty good right now. <laughs> to yeah, let this, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyhow, to let Warren D. Martini come in and then the story is written. And all I got to say about that is too bad his best friend can't follow suit. Nikki Six. Yeah. Yeah, very disappointing. I'll tell you what, I I have always always been a Robin Crosby fan. Oh, I loved I him, man. That. He was awesome. Uh, I, I mean, he was just like this big hulking guy with this blonde hair, and just like I mean, I don't. Yeah. I think he dyed his hair blonde. It was dark actually, but his look was like kind of like I don't know, kind of like half McMars, half Vince Neil, only huge. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, so. Alrighty, let's go ahead and call that a wrap because I think I'm going to go 990. Everybody, thank you for listening. Hydrocodone rules. This (laughs) this is Mark signing off in La La Land. Rob, thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Nope. And don't forget, if you keep playing with it, you'll go blind. Right? That is a fact. Yes. Rob and I stopped just right in time. Right in time. Him and I walked up to each other, and we bumped into each other in the hallway. And I said, let me guess. And he goes, yeah. I go, we better slow down. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm up to cheaters now. So Yeah, I I actually, we made each other wear uh, these very abrasive gloves for two weeks, and we're able to see again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope this makes sense tomorrow. Have a good night. Good night, everybody.
Where'd everybody go? Where the douchebags? Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 